Welcome to the Soul Purpose Driven Podcast, where we talk to, for, and about the rise of soul-aligned entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Caitlin Anne-Marie, and I believe that we each have a purpose on this planet. When you turn your soul's purpose into a successful business, you become the change you wish to see in the world. If you're ready to activate your next level of entrepreneurship, then subscribe and tune in for tips, tricks, and high vibe conversations that will amplify your magic. Hello, Soul Purpose Driven family, and welcome back for another episode. Today, I am interviewing Alicia Munion, who is an intuitive, a medium, and a marketer. This woman is absolutely incredible, and I'm so excited to have her here. Thanks for being here, Alicia. Hi, Caitlin. Thank you so much for having me on. It's such an honor, and I've been just watching you grow and shine your light and helping so many amazing women unlock their fullest potential, and it's such a joy, and I'm so grateful that we have the opportunity to connect, and I'm so excited to be on in front of your amazing audience filled with women who are empowering each other. Yeah, same. Well, you're definitely one of those incredible empowered women so i'm really excited to have this interview with you today for those of you tuning in alicia is the founder of intuitive marketing mind and she fuses all of her gifts together in a really powerful way and she's also the recent winner of the 30 under 30 award from long island business news And she's also one of the best psychics on Long Island. So she won two incredible awards. (laughs) (laughs) So you definitely, you know, you really represent this go-getter, but not from that old paradigm of pushing and forcing. But what I see in you is that you really honor that you're a psychic and a medium and you channel and you use that as you expand as a leader. Definitely. You know, it's interesting because when I was younger, I always had sort of like these spiritual and intuitive gifts and I didn't know how to interact with them. And as I was stepping into my power, which was like not holding myself back from these gifts that I was given anymore, you know, because so often we're scared of things like that. You know what I mean? And to step into that realm of the unknown, it was like a whole thing. You know what I mean? To just like, let go of my doubt and to find my teachers and mentors who are going to empower me to step more deeply into it. I really felt this deep calling to like, no longer be afraid and to like see and explore and to research like different esoteric studies. And it's so deeply intertwines with what I'm doing professionally now too, as a, a digital marketer as well. You know, I have my business like intuitive Alicia, which is like where I do the psychic readings for people, but it also couples with like the marketing work that I do too, because, you know, as a, a soul entrepreneur, like someone who's like tapping in to, you know, your soul, purpose it's like that goes hand in hand with the intuitive work and the marketing you know because you have to know your soul you have to know yourself before you really step into that professional space for yourself yeah and what do you think you needed to embody like what kind of characteristics do you feel that you needed to embody in order to be 
awarded something like 30 under 30 and best psychics of Long Island. Like to me, that takes a lot of grit and confidence. What do you think it was for you? Definitely. It was a lot of confidence and a lot of work. And honestly, there's some nights where I actually currently still have like a, my nine to five job where I do marketing for this like insurance company. And like the framework in which I was working on my side businesses would be after five o'clock. And so often, you know, people are like, oh, I want to do this thing. And they kind of limit themselves, right? They like, you know, they clock out at five o'clock and then they clock off their brain and they just like, you know, sit on the couch and just, you know, watch TV or something and like just use that time frame to just, you know, couch potato away or something like that, you know? And I applied myself after five o'clock. It was just time for me to grind, time for me to work on my businesses and stuff. And I was always sort of like driven by this desire to help other people. And um, from when I was younger, I actually, you know, I was part of all of these clubs and after school activities. And I feel like I just had this really driven sense of making a difference and making an impact. And I actually got to travel the world and I was uh, volunteering in different countries. And I feel like this really helped to awaken me in the sense where I was seeing how fortunate I was to be in the position that I am. And just to become aware of like how many people in this world are suffering and how just by being in this position that I was born into, I had the ability to help someone else, you know, that ability to see that your lights can truly transform someone's lights. You know, it was like that driving factor that really caused me to go deeper into myself and to just continue and dive into my business, you know? Mm. I love that you touched on this, you know, using the privilege and the position that you're born into as a way to impact others' lives. So mm -hmm. big, so big. And I see a lot of people who, you know, like you said, they're in their nine to five and they dream, like they literally daydream and it irks them or, you know, it makes them frustrated with their current position. And some people use it as fuel and some people, you know, just get stuck in a cycle. And I'm wondering if maybe there's something like, did you ever find yourself stuck in that cycle of like, oh, I'm stuck in this job. I really want something else. Or, you know, if so, what did you find that allowed you to break the cycle and start motivating yourself to do the extra hours after work and build your business? Definitely. Well, I think for me, like the work that I do nine to five kind of couples with like what I want to do with my business. Like, I think it's important to choose a job like your nine to five job that's going to help you to grow in the way that you need to grow for the rest of your life, you know, and to grow those other aspects of whatever your passion projects and your dreams are. So I work nine to five for this amazing company called Paylogics. And um, I do digital marketing for them. And by stepping into that framework of learning digital marketing for the literally this like million dollar company and just how we're advertising certain things and how we present certain things on the website and how we do Google Analytics and how we do Google Ads. It's like all of these things that, um, you know, 
know, can help me to grow in my own personal life as well. And I feel like that empowered me because whatever it was that I was learning and doing for this company, I'd be like, okay, let me apply this to my business as well. And it was a good to find that harmony and balance in that. But, you know, if there's someone out there who feels like stuck in their nine to five and they feel like, you know, that this situation isn't helping them to grow in some way that they need to find a place where they can grow and flourish, you know, and there's like so many opportunities out there. And I think a huge part is visualizing what you need, right? Because if we don't visualize what it is that and how we need to grow, then we'll never be able to manifest that and create that in our lives. Yeah. And it makes me think of worthiness, like really trusting in your worthiness. And I know that this is something that you talk about a lot, but self-love and how to step into self-love and you know, it's not like you look in a mirror one day and you're like, I hate myself. And the next day you say a mantra, I love myself. And now it's all fixed. Um, but what was that process like for you? I know this, again, this is something you talk about a lot. So feel free to just dive in and go. <laughs> like a whole bucket that I'm diving into, you know, <laughs> and like <laughs> self-love was such a powerful journey for me because I literally was in this space where I hated myself, you know? And like, for me to admit that it like, doesn't feel like it resonates. You know what I mean? Just like saying, I hate myself. Like, it's just like, Oh, I can't believe I was like that, you know, but it was the truth of who I was. Like I used to really be, um, you know, harmful to myself in a lot of ways. And, um, you know, actually starting from the time I was 11, I used to cut my wrists and things like that. And I engaged in the self-destructive behavior. And a lot of it was due to different traumas that I experienced when I was younger. But the other half was the story and dialogue that I created in myself, right? Because then we get this victim mentality and we think that we're not worthy. And um, I used to be so down on myself and so limiting in my mindset to who I was. And this is something that I really had to deeply look in the face, right? We have to look the shadow work right in the face and say, like, what is the true story that's that's happening here? Like, how did I get to this point? And I feel like about when I was 18 is when I really started the journey of self-love. And I just reached a point in my life where it was like, I can't do this anymore. You know, like I was... um Unfortunately, I was suicidal and I had depression and I basically started seeing therapists and things like that. And they diagnosed me with like major depressive disorder. And um, they basically was they were like, you know, you have to be on medication. You have to take Lexapro like that's the way that you're going to heal yourself. And then I was like, I took that and I really went within with that. And I was like, is this really how I want to live my life? You know, is just being on medication of like being this sort of like zombie. And I know that medication works for some people, but in my case, I felt like there was this deeper search that needed to happen. Like I felt the calling of this deep spiritual healing that needed to take place, you know, and I've had spiritual experiences since I was younger. So I knew that was part of it. And I knew this was this calling within me. And I really just started to dedicate myself to myself. You know, I was like, 
I'm going to show up for myself. It was not easy. You know, like I, there was times where I did not want to get up out of bed and I literally had to force myself and just starting new healthier practices of like self-love mantras and like just gratitude practices of seeing like what I love about the world. And literally like, if you met me eight years ago, I was an entirely different person. And like you said, it's not an overnight thing. This was like a consistent process of looking at my darkness, of looking at what I needed to shift and educating myself about neuroscience, educating myself about the brain and really figuring out, diving deep within myself and figuring out like, you know, how I can heal myself and how I can like access this light that I've read so much about. And to experience that, you know, seeing that light within me, it was like the best, most rewarding thing that I ever experienced, you know? And now I'm like so deep on my journey and I feel like I have this solid pillar of love. Mm. You definitely do. You just emanate love. (laughs) Alicia and I met at the Kava bar, which is, um, if you're not familiar with Kava, it's a form of medicinal tea. And so it's not your typical bar. Everyone's sober. They're just drinking tea. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things that after you've done your shadow work, you, you kind of peel back the layers that allow you to express your, your full light. And I remember meeting you and being like, Oh, this woman is so luminous. And simultaneously, you know, especially as healers, I'm sure everyone listening who is a healer has had a a really challenging journey. And I just want to acknowledge you and thank you for sharing yours because um, it's really beautiful confirmation for somebody listening. So thank you. Thank you so much for giving me the platform to share, you know, and like the Kava bar is such an amazing place too. And it's such a space of healing for a lot of people and to find that tribe and community. I know that when I go through times of darkness that um, I can be there for my, uh, be there to like connect with my community. And, you know, recently I went through a difficult situation where I like a lot of darkness that I healed, a lot of darkness that I went through resurfaced. And for me to be able to make myself vulnerable to my community and literally be held by them, it was so powerful, right? Because when we step into this role of the healer, when we step into this role of like, okay, I'm now the person who coaches people, right? I'm now the person who other people go to for advice. Sometimes we build up this thing where it's like, we don't want to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. You know, we want to be there for other people, but this like really snapped me into that base of reminding me like, okay, Alicia, you're still a human being, you know what I mean? And you need to allow yourself to be held when you're going through those moments too. Yeah, there's, um, there's that facade, right? Like that pressure to uphold the facade of being the healer and being the space holder. Mm -hmm. And it's big encouragement and it's big bravery as well to allow yourself to be vulnerable. And, you know, I think there's a lot of value in that because other people get an opportunity to be liberated and seen and vulnerable right with you. 
And we think, you know, that's something that I had to learn in my own journey as well. You know, all the things that I <laughs> have gone through. Um, if you've listened to previous episodes or follow me on Instagram, I usually have no problem talking about things that I've gone through. And at those points in time, it's like you're holding space for, you know, at one point I was holding space for 25 clients. And then I went through something and I was like, Ooh, where's my therapist? <laughs> where's my community? You know? Um, and thankfully it's something that I had been learning to have at my side consistently. And I think that this is something that we need to really lean into and, and not forget about that community is something we should always be building. We should always be leaning into and allowing that community to also lean into us. That's so true. And, you know, especially as like empaths, you know, we're constantly like pouring ourselves and our hearts into other people. And as someone who does what you do, you know, you're in the space where you have to like, you know, carry you know, all of these different people towards their light. And if we're constantly draining ourselves and helping all of these other people, like we need to have that abundance ourselves to be able to fully give and to be able to fully grow these flowers that we're assisting, you know, and just to remind people who, you know, you're coaching to have their networks too of people that, um, you know, they, when they need someone to lean on that they're there for them too, you know, it's like, such an important thing is to honor and acknowledge your tribe, honor and acknowledge your community and to know that you can grow together and flourish. Yeah. So this brings up a question. Um, and this is a, a very like direct question that maybe you have some tips or um, practices for. So you're a medium, you're a psychic, you're intuitive, obviously, you know, you have this bright light and, you know, moth to flame. Sometimes there are different entities out there or you're holding space for somebody and they're in a really heavy place. They're going through something hard. And as an empath, we tend to be uh, sometimes sponges. And it's something a lot of people, especially when they step into the role of space holder, leader, they need to learn and then learn again and then learn again. Um, so I'm wondering like what different practices or tips would you give to somebody who is experiencing, um, challenges with holding space and maybe clearing their energy after like maybe taking on somebody else's. Shielding yourself is such an important concept to spirituality, especially for someone who's entering into that realm and who's naturally intuitive, you know, and part of shielding yourself is actually your self-love and self-care practice. You know, some people think like, oh, I have to like do all this magic. I need to like do this and do that. But no, it's actually just building up that pillar of self-love. That's a huge part of your practice. But, um, you know, going into the magical side of like protecting yourself against negative entities and things like that you know sage is actually literally proven to remove bacteria from the air like in a molecular level and there's something about that you know like there's this aspect of the world that we don't physically see and um you know if you just take time to just bring your awareness and your attention back to yourself and do whatever cleansing practice you feel called to, to just really step into that. So I usually often do sage. I, um, 
do salt baths a lot too, especially after like really intense sessions and salt baths are so magical. I love to like create it with like, you know, sometimes I put little rose petals in it and like have a little candle and things like that. And, um, you know, in general, also, like, if you know, you're going to step into space with like a lot of negative energy, just imagining like a shield of white light around you that helps people as well as just reminding yourself of your boundaries and of your space too. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a whole nother episode, probably right there of like going into a space of maybe people who don't cheer you on the way that you'd like to be cheered on or you know people who are carrying some pretty heavy things how you can approach that um I just want to make sure that I ask you this question before we close out so I think this is kind of like no maybe I have one more question we'll see but I really want to ask you (laughs) you know I, I speak about this here and there especially speak about it like in session with clients, but I would love to hear, you know, for you, you blend marketing and your intuitive gifts together. How, you know, how have you found to go about this, giving yourself, you know, full permission to be in your expression, but also like, what are some of the things that you do? Like, do you have maybe ceremony or do you have like different practices or some key elements or perspectives that you've taken to bring the woo together with traditional business? Yeah, I so love that question. Thank you so much for asking me that. And, you know, stepping into my intuitive power, I was so nervous at first to like come out about these stuff, you know, and that's literally what it feels like. It's like, I'm coming out. Like, um, you know, I was like, I had this resistance towards showing people who I truly was. And I figured out that, sorry, that's more alarm behind me. But it's going to happen because I live like right across from the fire department. And like, I kind of heard the alarm go off and I was like, all right, it's going to happen now. Okay, the fire department has <laughs> finished their alarm. So, <laughs> and we'll continue here. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's that alarming, you know, when you're stepping out into your purpose, into your business, it can feel like that. It feels like this like sense of urgency. So I guess the fire alarm was just supporting whatever we were talking about. <laughs> But um, yeah, like I was saying before, you know, like for me to couple and step into my intuitive power, I was so nervous at first to like come out in this way about, you know, telling people like, this is what I believe and this is who I am. But I saw the intense power when I slowly started to do it. And there was so many different people reaching out to me like, wow, Alicia, I didn't know you were into this stuff. And I think it's so cool. And like just seeing people reach out to me and I realized that I need to step more deeply into my power because not stepping into my gifts is preventing other people from stepping into theirs, right? Because when we step into our light, we empower other people to step into theirs. And there was this powerful community of people who were uplifting me and supporting me. And I just continued to dive more deeply into that. And it was just so powerful to see how many people are interested in that woo, how many people are interested in diving into their spirituality, but are afraid to come out about it in a way. And 
for the marketing work that I do, I feel like a lot of marketing, especially for a soul driven business, it's very intuitive. It's about stepping into who your soul's purpose is. So there is this aspect of the deep search within yourself. And it's like, what is my reason for why I'm here? Why am I stepping into my power? And what does my power look like? And that's literally what your brand is. It's like your soul expressed through creative digital art. You know, that's kind of how I view it, you know? Yeah, totally. And what I found is that intuitive gifts allow you to really hear and understand your community and thus serve them better. And at the end of the day, the best marketing is actually just being of service. So if you can blend those things together and really it's, it's not something that you have to force, it's actually something you have to give yourself permission to do and self-love comes into here, you know, allowing yourself to be wholly yourself. Um, but that's really, it's a huge thing. It's that form of art. It's a form of heart. Yeah, you're so right. And like you said, like uh, service is the best form of marketing. That's such a beautiful quote. And I didn't even think about that, but it's so true. It's like you're offering a gift to other people just by stepping into your light. You know, you're being of service to the world by honoring who the universe has created you as, you know, and to step into that power. There's this immense gift that you give the world. And that is the ultimate form of service is being fully and completely, completely yourself without any restrictions or barriers. Yeah. And trusting that there's always so much for you to give. You mm. know, sometimes I see when people are learning marketing and they learn like, oh, you need to share value and you need to do this. They, they get nervous that they won't be able to share enough. They won't be able to do enough. And I think, you know, that's another factor of this is like releasing those limiting beliefs and trusting that you're infinite. That's so true. Mm. Yeah, thank you so much for this and for diving deep. You know, I think we went so many different places from self-love to marketing to, you know, being an empath and a highly sensitive leader. And I just want to thank you for not only coming on the show, but also, you know, representing that and going after it and being somebody who's in their heart space as they go after it. Thank you. Yes. And I'm so honored once again, to be on your incredible podcast and just to see who you are in the light that you are and just to see how you've been helping so many amazing women to grow. And um, I just wanted to give you a shout out because like during the time of like the Black Lives Matter movement, I wanted to say that you showed up so hard for the women of color and it honestly, oh my God, I'm about to cry. It honestly like touched my soul. Like, you know, like the way that you showed up so deeply and there was so many people who you know 
half put their foot into that door. You know what I mean? But you really dove into the women of color that you knew around you. And you were like, I'm going to empower these women because I see you, I see your pain and I see how I can uplift you. And honestly, like you had reposted when I went up and I did the speech about, you know, just human unity and looking beyond like the barriers of color and just, you know, finding this connection and understanding the pain of others. And for you to step into your power and pull me up at that time, I honestly cried. Like it was so beautiful for you to do that. And just, it's honestly, you're such a sweet soul. And I'm so grateful that we got the ability to connect to each other. Thank you so much. I really, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, it's, it's also like the least I can do, you know, it's one of those things where when you see people who are so incredibly inspiring, like I'm surrounded by women of color and, you know, black women and, and leaders, like I'm constantly in, in contact with these incredible, inspiring people. And um, it truly does feel like the least I can do is let the world know how fucking amazing they are yeah. and how worthy they are and how important it is that we protect and support them. Thank you so much for having me on once again and just light and love to everyone. If you guys wanted to follow me, you can uh, check me out. My Instagram name is Alicia Munian. So I do psychic readings, intuitive readings to help people on their path to discovering their guidance more deeply. I also teach intuitive classes for you to step into your own gifts. And I also build websites as well. Yes. And check out, definitely. I'm going to put your Instagram in the show notes, check out her Instagram because this woman puts out posts that have so much value in them and will help you. Like it's going to land in your newsfeed the exact right day at the exact right time. So do yourself a favor and follow her now. <laughs> Thank you so much. Such an honor. Yes. Thank you to everybody listening. If you loved this episode, then go ahead, let us know, um, send us a DM, give us a shout out, reshare it with somebody who needs to hear it. And, um, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye everyone. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead, like, subscribe, or share somewhere that soul-purpose-driven people can find it. I believe that as soul-aligned leaders, we have the power to change the world, and we do this together. So I'm grateful to have you as a supporter, as a listener. And until next time, be well, soul family. Talk to you soon.